This week's episode is sponsored by Helio Gas Detection and Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Hey everybody, this is Rich from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to have Det, Can Wait, in the studio before the boys showed up. I'm privileged to have you lads on a Sunday night. Thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having Thank us. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on board. The last time I had something like this was a 12-gauge outrage, so shout out to the boys from Wexford. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great interview, I must say. Jesus Christ, they could talk for Ireland. Then. <laughs> That's a good thing, though. <laughs> for a podcast, they were, they were fighting to get words in, like the, the forum. <laughs> so I have Dave on guitars, I have Patrick on drums, Tia the new vocalist, and Sam the new bass player. Sam, are you bedded in yet? Surely you joined in twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, it's. At the beginning, I found it a little hard to adjust because I've never been in an actual band before. Oh, really? But, uh, okay. It's been good. Okay. The lads have been very welcoming. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and how did you find Sam, lads? He's brilliant to work with. Like, uh, he's just... I think when you when you work as a group with different musicians, and like, obviously, musical talent is one thing, but uh, just being sound is another thing. And oh, we've been with the band members we've had in the past and the members that we have now. Very easy to go on with, uh, stuff more crazy. So yeah, I think it was a fairly smooth adjustment. So he's done yeah. well anyway. <laughs> and uh, what happened to Shane? Did you kill him or bury him somewhere in the garden? Or oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, we have a lot of love for Shane. Uh, Shane just said, uh, got busy. It was uh, finishing up a master's in teaching. Uh, and personally, I know myself how hectic hectic that is. I'm yeah. uh, a masochist because I'm still <laughs> hanging on to the band while doing the same thing myself. But uh, yeah, no, Shane just prioritised the teaching, which is completely commendable and absolutely fair. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. And uh, Brian still follows you on Facebook and ex-vocalist. Shout out to Brian also. Yeah, yeah. I'm still really good friends with Brian. Yeah, it's a shame that Brian had to leave, but I think it's for the best. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's sort of best. So we've cleaned the boards of ex-members. Tia, welcome. Uh, when did you join the lads? It was uh, 2022, I think. Uh, oh, I can't remember now. Was this summer 2022? Summer time, yeah. yeah. So uh, now it's been, been absolutely fantastic. And like, like Sam said, it's been nothing but welcoming. And uh, they've, they've really let me kind of you know, do my own thing. And uh, I've, never, I've never sort of felt like they were going, no. <laughs> it, so, it didn't raise your anything like that, no? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> and Tia what's your background did you know the lads beforehand or were you in bands previous or oh I I'd never been in a band in my life I kind of I honestly I I kind of I toyed with the idea for a little while and I I think it was around uh, around the first lockdown I had I don't know I kind of wanted to get into doing metal vocals and I just sort of I was tipping away at it myself. I never really had any plans to join a band. I was just screaming along in the car to music and stuff like that. Like us all. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, was, I a few bits recorded. Uh, I think it was up on just like band mix or something. And I got a message from Sam actually, and uh, they were saying, you know, recently the vocalist left, and I think uh, over. Over lockdown and all, you know, obviously, I think a lot of bands uh, slowed down and, you know, things stopped. So the lads were looking really to get back into it and just right time, right place, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And had you much wrote 
Dave and Patrick at that stage coming out of COVID? We have loads. Like, I, I, I still have loads of riffs that are just kind of sitting in the background. Like even today, we we took a song, our very very first song that we just kind of put on the back burner, and okay. yeah, we're gonna rework that and reimagine it now with Tia instead of Brian. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we are because when we released self portrait, the idea was that. Obviously, we didn't anticipate COVID, and then we had to release it during COVID. But mm-hmm. leading up to that EP, and be, like when we were recording it, the idea was that we'd do a full length album. We wanted to do one EP and then go straight into a full okay. length. So we had a lot of ideas kind of floating around, and a lot of riffs have finished songs. And obviously, then during COVID, we didn't really get to work on them much, and then we had to we had to find new band members and stuff. So we picked four songs for the upcoming EP that we really like, and we felt like they worked well together. Okay. There's a lot of stuff there that's really cool and uh, we definitely want to use in the future, but it just needs, needs a little bit more love and attention. And even pairing up the four songs, was that difficult? Obviously, with every band, there's like maybe three or four songs that are radically different to the other ones. Or So did you kind of more or less stick with a, a certain sound for this EP? Um, I think what was difficult with the EP was just kind of choosing how long it should be because okay. like we have a load of songs and anytime we've tried to be ambitious it just kind of falls apart so be it a music video or do singles or a full-length album it's just falling apart so for this one we just decided to keep it small and simple but yeah. it still took ages somehow <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of credit needs to go to ta as well when it comes to picking the songs because uh he obviously took on a lot of the stuff that was written beforehand and put their own twist onto mm-hmm. the songs and just those four kind of with because uh, Tia is the driving force behind the whole team and idea and concept behind the EP and all of that is down to Tia so I think those four songs were kind of dictated by that team and concept okay so, yeah that makes know. sense like how old were you when you released self-portrait because <laughs> like I saw footage of you and you looked I'd say probably 1920 I'd I guess yeah. That was April 2020, so I would have been 20, yeah. Okay. Well, I would have been yeah. Okay, yeah. And Shane looked young as well, and uh, Brian obviously was the senior member. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shane, Shane yeah. would have been 21 as well. He's your age. Yeah, yeah. Shane's 21. Brian, uh, Brian's 42 or 3 now, so... Yeah. 49 so years. you've brought down the average age of the band then, lads, have you? <laughs> On the same age, now. Pretty much now. Yeah. And are you all based around County Wexford or whereabouts are you? I'm out of, I live in Ratrum. Ratrum, okay. Uh, so I, I live near Bunclody, yeah. So that's near enough. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Wexford native, but I'm living up in Carlow now. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a trek to come down. That's a bit of a trek, yeah. Dave? And, and a story, so they, they all come to me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah there you go and i just fucking crack up laugh when i watch your rehearsal videos lads the state of the fucking rehearsal room like <laughs> fucking exactly. hell like there's yeah. <laughs> jesus christ that's a health hazard like there's fucking everything thrown around the floor i dare any of you to fucking play barefoot <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing like i i, I know it's a mess like it's my dad's workshop. He's a oh Jesus, hung out your dad. Okay, <laughs> my dad's letting us use this little corner in the workshop. But 
There's no point doing the room up because it floods. Like, two years ago, there was really bad floods in Enniscorry, and all the amps, like, they were submerged pretty much. Oh, it's no. Like, we just saw belts, like, genuinely. Like, uh, we tried moving upstairs yeah, up on a loft, but then there's, there's Tia <laughs> and... Yeah. I have uh, I'm I'm a double baloney amputee. When I first joined the band, we were up on this loft in a ledge, and the the ladder up to it was a step ladder. So I, I thought I was gonna, as well. I yeah. thought I was gonna die every time I was going up. <laughs> I love this, right? So hang on a while. The name of the band is Death Can Wait, and it's literally this situation <laughs> you're facing to you every time for a while there. Just it's like if you fell off the ladder, you were going to be impaled on fucking nails and screws down the ground. Jesus, <laughs> brilliant. Kind of builds character. It's just <laughs> fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> so recording this and mixing it fell into Reggie Harper's hands. Uh, how do yeah. I know that name? Twelve Gauge. Twelve Gauge. Ah. Star players. From 12 Gauge Outrage. I just knew him as Reggie, so I was just going, is it the same dude, yeah? (laughs) But yeah, Uh, we got got Reggie to record the album because the main reason was I listened to 12 Gauge's new EP. Outstanding. I was just surprised how good of a mix. You you usually have... uh, you think like home recorded stuff will have like this low budget sort of sound to it and i was just kind of surprised how how well that ep actually sounds and how professional it is so yeah yeah that's why we went with with reggie yeah it's a no-brainer and i like the fact as well that he got in a pal of mine kieran to do the artwork for it oh kieran from obsidian yeah yeah Yeah. it was great to work with and uh yeah, I think the, the artwork, it, the artwork is what really makes it just like a whole package. I, yeah, I, I love that that turned out. Fantastic. Yeah, and it'll make a great t-shirt as well. And you have them now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I'm going to be buying one of them off the bank. And they're up in Bandcamp, are they lads at the moment, yeah? Uh, I need to get around to updating the Bandcamp, but yeah, they, okay. they will. Yeah, yeah, because it's a bit sparse at the moment. I was looking at your Bandcamp there. There's t-shirts going to be added up there and obviously the album as well. What brief did you give Kieran for the album art or did you just give him the EP or so the the idea I'm probably not the best person to explain the concept behind it so I'll let you explain that more but uh, basically when it comes to the artwork we we actually gave Kieran a very tricky job because we said we wanted something to represent an abyss and something coming out of an abyss and okay. yeah we were kind of messing around with the idea of like hands and brains and stuff so we kind of just sent over this blurt of just random ideas and Kieran did a very good job of piecing it together and actually making like a cohesive art piece with it, which was, yeah, we're delighted with it. Yeah. Atia, do you want to add to that? Yeah. Well, um, when uh, when I joined the band in uh, 2022, so it had been, uh, been quite a kind of year for me. I uh, February of that year, I, I dropped out of college in my final year at my mental health and uh it had shut the bed and i it had been kind of going that way for quite some time and uh if you don't I, mind me asking to you what were you what were you doing in college i was doing media and public relations in it carla okay okay yeah it wasn't really necessarily to do with the course itself i think i would just i'd been i'd been that way for quite some time i was dealing with a whole lot of stuff and um mm. 
I, I mean, I, I think I, I had my my legs amputated when I was 17. There was uh, more revision surgeries and a whole lot of stuff and even outside of that. And uh, I culminated, in, I mean, I, I came out of college uh, because I think it was February, yeah, it was February that year. Um, I got jumped on the way home from a night out and uh, I just I kind of I hit my lowest point and I threw myself off the bridge in Cairo. Uh, kind of hoping that would be that and end up coming home, uh, you know, sort of mammy looking after me, that kind of thing, helping put me back together. And uh, like I said, it was only a few months later that I ended up joining the band. I was still kind of processing a lot of that. So when we started writing new music, I, I suppose I was just using it as an opportunity to sort of, of work some new stuff out, you know? Of course, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. And the... Uh... And just getting back to the concept then, how much input had you into that, the imagery and stuff? Well, quite a lot. The lads were, uh, they were very open to kind of, uh, to uh, me putting my own mark on it because um, I, they were very free with letting me kind of go with the lyrics. And okay. I kind of didn't, I didn't necessarily plan on uh, making it as personal. It just kind of happened. Yeah. You know, I did, I did the first song and then, it kind of became a bit of a narrative of sort of where I was at and sort of some different stages throughout it. And so when it came around to the time, you know, to actually uh, the, uh, the, the visuals and everything, you know, there was a lot of talk around mental health and that kind of thing. And yeah, like I said, we, I, 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 we talked about the abyss because I think at that point in my life, I, I, I felt like a void, you know what I mean? I didn't really feel like I was there at all. Yeah. So that was sort of how that came about. Yeah, Jesus, um, it's a great way for you to get your feelings out now and, you know, express yourself through through the band, man. Uh, that's fucking hell. That's a hell of a story. Um, <laughs> Sam, just even listening to Tia talking there, how does it feel now to be in a band as such with these lads? You know, because you said yourself you weren't a musician before, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, it feels great. Like, I'd... I'd always played music, like um, never professionally, but I've been playing bass for like, I don't know, eight years before I joined. Um, okay, so you're a proper bassist, man. Respect. You're not one of them fucking guitarists <laughs> that has to go playing bass. Cool. But um, it, I found it very, very helpful for my mental health issues mm. as well. Yeah. Um, and the fact that everybody's so open about it helps a lot as mm. well. Because um, it's difficult. Um, it's hard to be open about it with people. Um, but it's very easy with these guys because they're also open about it. Yeah. 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 It's it's something that's there um, for everybody. But, you know, I'm 53. If I start talking about mental health issues in my 20s or 30s, I'd be laughed out of the room. Honestly, yeah. it just... What? You're a fucking man. Yeah. Deal with it yourself. Like, what are you talking like that? You, you, sh you know, there was no, there was no acknowledgement, and you know, I lost a lot of, a lot of people along the way that I knew personally, and you know, schoolmates and stuff like that that literally hadn't the fucking help when they were looking for it. You know, so it's it's fantastic that people like yourselves are there to talk about it. And that there's help there and you know there's there's good support if you need it definitely in the metal community i'm not sure about other communities you know i can only speak with what i know 
about. So what we'll do is we're going to play the single. This is a great single. And uh, we'll maybe talk about that then. Okay. Right, 
Great stuff, lads. So that's the current single, Slowly Sinking. And that must be a great track to play live. I'm guessing. I haven't seen you play play live yet, but I, I think that's a good one, is it? We haven't played that live yet. Yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. I don't think we have. No, but looking forward to playing that live anyway, because there's a there's a lot of raw energy in that one. So yeah. Uh, and is there a back and vocalist with G or is Tia just on his own there? So that's actually Brian Colfer on there doing the doing the cleans for the chorus bit. Uh, okay. Like, look into the chorus. And then, yeah, Tia's doing all the, the harsher vocals in it. Yeah. Mm. So, like, again, as a live entity, Tia, have you any, anyone going to step up and back you up vocally-wise there? Well, I mean, I think, uh, I think Sam is... Uh, Sam's definitely... He's looking worried there. He's looking worried. <laughs> he's he's able first, but uh, sure. Listen, I think uh, I think that'll be, that'll be up to himself if he feels if he feels like he wants to take that on at some point. But I'm not gonna push him to anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sam, I think you should, man. Just you know, just take your time with it. Like the more gigs he play, obviously, yeah, it'll come yeah. naturally, man. You know, what's your favorite track off DP? By the way, have you all got different favorites? Actually, something that we haven't really spoken about. Yes, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite is, I don't know. I think it's the the only way forward is through me. I think that one's my favorite because okay. I just think it's just a really strange, just the way the riffs go together is just really strange and different. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah, for me, like, uh, it's like picking a favorite child. I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, it's probably probably a cop out answer, but uh, I do love that one that we released slowly sinking. It's just and when it comes to my own musical taste and the kind of stuff that I like, just the kind of more mellowy parts going into the heavier, more aggressive parts. I I love it. I think I think that one has to be my favorite. Okay, Tia. It's it's a toss up. I I do love slowly sinking, but the uh, the the first song on the EP uh, Obscurity is uh, that's uh, probably my favorite. I think it's it's just from the get-go, balls to the wall, you know, heavy, and uh, it just, I, I think it, it'll absolutely, uh, it'll, it'll capture people live, you know? Yeah. Has that made it on your set list? We, yeah, we have played that, uh, was it once or twice now? I think we played that a couple of times. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Sam? Probably the only way forward is through me. It's just, okay. it's just a banger. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Now, you know, Dave, you were saying there, let's talk about uh, influences. Um, what's your favorite bands between you all? Have you got common bands or are you all seriously different tastes in metal, in music and even in general? I uh, I love Code Orange. I think they're, they're one of my biggest influences when it comes to riffs, like yeah. just riffs. I just love that hardcore, just chunky guitar. I just, mm. I love it. Yeah, but their new album was a bit disappointing. Everybody's had a kind of opinion on it, man. It's going to split people down the middle, I would say. I really liked it when it came out. Uh, and I listened to it a few more times. I don't know. It's just not as good as their last one. Yeah. That's no. fair no enough. Uh, Dave? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit of an outlier in the group. Okay. <laughs> I'm as much of a metalhead as I should be, I suppose. <laughs> I say I'm more of a drummer than choice play metal. But uh, no, obviously there are like metal bands I absolutely love. Uh, Architects would be probably my favorite one. I absolutely love most of their stuff. 
the recent stuff, the, the last single, uh, uh, seeing red, I, I think that's the name of it. I'm really bad with names. That would that I really enjoyed that one. Uh, bringing the horizon would be another one that's gonna mm. uh, one for all answer. I think a lot of people enjoy their stuff, but uh, yeah, my two favorite bands would probably be Architects and Bringing the Horizon. Yeah, Tia, I'm gonna ask you who's your biggest influence as a singer? Oh, it's pretty big. So, uh, I wouldn't say the influence in that I, you know, I'm trying to sort of sound like anybody, but I think when I first sort of started getting into uh, metal, I was, it was a lot of Slipknot and Corn and uh, System of a Down kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, that, th those were kind of the three that when I first heard them, I was like, oh, metal is awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then I think from there, I kind of just started getting into heavier and heavier stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, at, at the moment, you know, I'm a big fan of um, uh, 200 Stab Wounds, uh, Cap Decapitation, Lorna Shore. The, oh, uh, right. Okay. You've gone, you're gone down that rabbit hole then. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gate was opened and he dived in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. And I'm looking forward to hearing the, the rest of the EP and just find out kind of your vocal delivery. Obviously, for this one is excellent. So I'm wondering, have you changed it up for the other two or three songs? So we look forward to hearing that. Sam, yourself? The main three are probably System of a Down, Metallica and Mr. Bungle. I fucking knew one of you had to like Mike <laughs> at some stage. I knew it. It was there. Yeah. Jeez, you can't go wrong with any of those. So what would be a successful year for that can wait in 2024 then lads uh, this year is a gigging year because okay. we've completely neglected gigging like the gig in February is like our first gig in well, when was our last probably gig? 11 months I think the last gig we played was March so it's under a year yeah That's yeah like time. We, yeah we just I don't know it, we find it hard to stay consistent sometimes like We'll get like a, a mad rush to do these things, and then it kind of falls apart. I, th I think we're on a good a good path now, so it's going to be a gigging year, and then I don't know, considering maybe recording a couple of singles and having them of like the older songs that we never really got around to finishing, and then after that, move into like a proper full length album. Okay. Okay, that's fair enough. Have you ever considered, right? Now that you brought up singles, okay, I'll give you a good one. What Irish band would you like to do a split single with? It's a great question, actually. Um, <laughs> I think for me, just because of how much support we've received from 12 Gage, like... Ah, come on, man. Well, I know, <laughs> I know, that's a good answer, but genuinely, like, uh, they've, they really, they've really taken us under their, their wing. When and I'm that's brilliant, yeah, you're right, yeah, fair enough. So, just to have something to commemorate that, like as if the gig that they're putting on for us wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Music with them would definitely be something cool. I'd love to do at some stage. Okay, who's going to upset the apple cart? Come on, I need another suggestion. And <laughs> um, this is probably a cop out as well, but uh, Dead Memories are from Enniscorty, and they're in, they're like a kind of boring. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we bounce well off them though. They, they're I know. Like, money yeah. sort of. Fucking lads, like you're very incestuous down sense. there, like. The what? You're very incestuous down there, like. It's always. <laughs> I'm on it. 
I'm giving you one last chance to redeem yourselves. There's not a lot of bands from Wexford, so we have to have to support the Sogies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tia and Sam, rescue them. Come on. You you go ahead, man. <laughs> give, us, give us a fucking I good split <laughs> single. There's a shitload of bands out there. Come on. Oh, I just fucking. I, you know what? I never. I can never remember how to say their fucking name. That's okay. the, the worst part. Their metalcore band. Uh, it's is it Levain? The L. Yes, there you yes. go. Now we're talking. Yeah, that'd be fucking class. I, every, every time that I, I I I should be listening to them more, to be honest. But every time I hear them, I'm always like blown away. I love to. Yeah. I love to yeah. do something with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. There's the answer there. Tia, you got it. Levine, split release. And I know the lads watch the show as well. So they're busy actually working on an EP or maybe an album. I'm not sure which one, but uh, they contacted me lately. So, uh, yeah, that'd be nice now if you did a split single together. See if we can work the magic. <laughs> what else now? Oh, yeah. Who's the laziest in the band? Me. <laughs> <laughs> the two <laughs> put their hands up at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> hell! Go on, Dave. Hang him out to dry. Who's the worst between them? Um, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it as well, so it's yeah. okay. <laughs> and your favorite venue to play in Ireland? <laughs> I I don't know if it would be my favorite in the long run, but uh. The most fun I've ever had at a gig, we did a the Gothic Species Festival up in Leishram, was yeah. it? Leishram in 2019. And it was just up these mountains in this random shack filled with like a load of random goths. And it was, it was, it was early on in the year as well, so it was freezing. We were camping up there in a tent and we were one of the last bands to play. So we went in, hung over, frozen to death and played in this random shack to like 30, 40 people. And just as a venue, that whole thing, it was so secluded from everything else. Cause obviously like mm. Fibbers is great. You're in the middle of the city, yeah. you know, you, you have that whole thing. Just that God species place up that mountain. We could hear sheep going around, <laughs> you know, it's great. <laughs> so I'd say that was probably my favorite venue that I played anyway. Yeah. And who was behind God species? I can't even remember. See, it's everything before COVID is a blur for me anyway. Yeah. It's a strange one, isn't it? God speeches. Yeah. I never heard of it. What other bands are playing there, Patrick, on the day? Can you remember? Sorry? What other bands are playing on the day? Can you remember? Well, I actually I actually can't, which is really bad. <laughs> they were like a load of one man or two person gothic techno bands. It was really Fucking hell. See he somehow washed up on that bill somehow. That's, or uh, that's Brian Colfer. That's that's okay. his connection. It was like very low scale like underground German DJs coming over to like these <laughs> random hills in Leishman to play <laughs> a load of Irish cars. It was it was a good crack. It was a good buzz for the yeah, no, it was it was interesting anyway. That's brilliant. Also looking forward now as as Dave was saying there that you're going to be gigging a lot this year. If you could just maybe choose two or three don't fucking say 12 gauge outrage if you could pick <laughs> two or three bands to do a, a yeah you can do tours of friday saturday sunday jaunt around ireland what bands would you put on the bill is the strangle wire counts yeah north? absolutely class yeah they're brilliant I, I love them i've seen them twice now they're really good 
Uh, I played with Greystag a couple of times. They're really good. That's a great build so far. Yeah, nice. Uh, who else? Have you ever done a gig with Pain and Pain? Because we worked a lot with Mikey, but have you ever played with Mikey? Yeah, we've done a gig yeah. with them. So like pain and pain, pain yeah. and pain or worse yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's know. nice, isn't it? That's a nice varied lineup. Cool. It's hard to pick. So by the time this is out, you will be building up nicely to your launch gig. And that's on in the presentation center in Enniscorty. What's that venue like? I, I wouldn't have a clue now, lads. What's the capacity like or and uh, there's 150 capacity. Okay. And okay. it's they're they're doing a lot of gigs down there, so it's really cool. You have a whole uh, Marvel esque uh, poster with all the stuff that they have coming up, like a whole lineup. I saw it. Yeah, it's an, it's interesting, isn't it? They're they're doing great work down there, man, and hopefully it'll be successful. That bands will now have another option to pull into Wexford and get a good audience. I'm intrigued yeah. as well. They're going to do a festival. Yeah, yeah. There's. They're being secretive about that. They won't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what that festival is like. Yeah. So the bands on the night, uh, 12 Gauge, obviously, War of Attrition. Great lads. They're a fucking brilliant band live. Yeah. They were the last band we played with live, and we got we got on really well with them. Yeah. We were just chatting away. So, yeah, that's why we asked them to come, because they're just really sound. Yeah. yeah. And dead memories as well. So it's a tenor on the door for four great bands, man. So that's great value. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, can't wait. That's the 10th of February. It's kicking off at 7 p.m. And is the EP coming out the same day? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. No, okay. That day. Brilliant stuff, lads. So, I, Jesus, I wish you nothing but success with the EP. Um, just going by the single, it's fucking class. Keep us posted with whatever you're doing over the year. Um, I'll gladly help you along and promote whatever gigs you have coming up. It's a, it's a big one now to get this off your shoulders, isn't it? I can feel it with you. You're excited to get it out there. like. Yeah. Yeah. And a big shout out to Reggie who did a great job in it. Um, so if that's it, lads, anything else? Just probably tell everybody to get their asses to Wexford. Is there public transport from Dublin to get there? From Dublin it's handy enough. There's okay. Wexford bus and bus there and uh, most of them go, like I think Wexford bus goes once every hour and for like right. 20 hours a day. So yeah, get Wexford bus. Uh, and there's a train as well. The train is a little bit more sporadic, but you can get the train down as well. Uh, okay. Same if you're coming up from Waterford, Carlo, wherever, there's usually a bus that runs. Just check it beforehand because sometimes there's only two or three a day. Is there a bus out of there then as well? Uh, depends. If you're going back up to Dublin, I think it's fairly safe. There will be a bus going back up. I know with Waterford and the Carlo one, they stop a little bit earlier. So that okay. might be a little okay. bit trickier. But, um, yeah. if you're sure, you can put them up in the fucking rehearsal place. Yeah, there was plenty of space here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no bother. Lads, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. You've been listening to Dead Can Wait. Uh, Dave, Patrick, Tia and Sam, congratulations again. It's great to see you getting new music out there and best of luck with the launch gig as well. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, cheers. And get onto their Bandcamp page whenever Dave, the third laziest member of the band, when he (laughs) gets his shit together and puts all the stuff up in the Bandcamp page. Um, It'll definitely be up, Dave, by next week, surely. Yeah, no, I'm going to get on that. I will do it. Yeah, cool. And uh, check out the merch. The merch is class, the T-shirt and the EP, as I said. So uh, you've been listening to Dead Can Wait. And... 10th of February, everybody get their asses in and Scorty. The lineup is fantastic, so you'll have a great night. Cheers, everybody, and crucially, support your local metal scene. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.